Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mondays with Mindy. I'm joined here with my co-producer and co-host and very good friend, Mindy. Hello, Mindy. Hi, Christian. Today, we are pleased to welcome actress and stand-up comedian, Carolyn Rea. Carolyn was born and raised in Quebec, Canada, and moved to New York City in 1986, where she found success as a stand-up. That led to many filmed stand-up experiences, which prompted her to move to Los Angeles and pursue an acting career. Debuting in a short-lived series for NBC, Carolyn gained widespread fame for her role as Aunt Hilda on the ABC and later the WB Network television show Sabrina and the Teenage Witch, and for her reoccurring role on the latest incarnation of Hollywood Squares. She's also known for her role on the long-running Disney show Phineas and Ferb and hosting her own talk show in the first season of The Biggest Loser. Many movies followed, including those for Lifetime and Marvist and the Disney Channel, as well as the features Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire and The Cranks. Along with hosting and competing on various game shows, Carolyn's most recent work include the Disney series Sydney to the Max and hosting the GNC show Carolyn and Friends. So I'm very excited to bring her into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our privilege to welcome Caroline Wright. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I was kind of expecting an intro. I've got to say, I, I blew it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Your intro has been had, and here you oh. are. And here you are. <laughs> um, Sorry. I'm a little bit crooked. Christian yeah. and I came up with 20 questions. I asked five, and we just get started, which I have a feeling we wouldn't need with you because I just want to ask you 15 million things. Um, <laughs> but what is your favorite dish to cook or consume? <laughs> My favorite dish to cook is nothing. I hate cooking. Zero. Nothing. My favorite dish is if I love the people that I'm with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's ordering food. We live in a tiny town in Maine. And last year during COVID, we were staying here. Yes. My daughter is 12. And all of a sudden, like, no one's out on the streets. No one's anywhere. There's like a knock on the door. I see my daughter come downstairs. She's handed a milkshake. I go, honey, what happened? And he goes, she goes, I ordered it. I go, there's a way for you to call someone and bring a milkshake right to the door. She's like, yeah. I go, I'm like, can you show mommy how to do that, please? <laughs> <laughs> my life has changed and I have found yeah. religion. Yeah, yes. they're like $75 milkshakes when oh. you, you know, get it delivered. But yeah, no, I hate cooking. My mother was like a gourmet chef. My sisters can cook. I cannot cook. I did a thing on Instagram called the needy chef. Cause if I cook anything, I'm like, how is it? Anyway, that's my first question. I'm a terrible cook. Got it. What, what's your favorite meal or dish to eat? I'm really into Brussels sprouts. Oh, are you really? Yeah. I mean, they're great, but really, is that your favorite? That I could actually cook too. Cause I could burn them. Okay. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I like them really well done myself. I actually Maybe. like a little char on them. Like the smoke alarm is the timer when I cook. I'm like, there are firemen at the door. Some, take something out of the oven. It's ready. <laughs> Got it. I know, you know, anything, a grilled cheese and some Brussels sprouts. I'm very low end that way. Oh, no, I don't find that low end. I find that low maintenance, which is thrilling. Um, I love your top. Thank you. If you could have dinner with anybody, who would it be? My mother. I would bring her right back to life and have dinner with her. Oh, when did you lose yeah. her? Uh, in 2015. Whoosh. I'm so sorry. sorry. Thank you. Yeah. She was yeah. the funniest person in the entire world. She had something. She read a book a day. She was brilliant. 
She never said anyone was gay. She would always say, well, darling, I think his name is Gary. And I think the R is silent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What was her name? Marjorie. Oh, my God, Marjorie. That is genius. When I was on Hollywood Squares, they did like, they did Mother's Day. And she said, darling, I'm not doing Hollywood Squares. (laughs) Tell them I booked on Jeopardy that day. (laughs) It's really funny. Really, really funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hello, Marjorie. I hate that I didn't know you. Um, Do you have your mom? I do. And my dad. Oh, you're a lucky girl. I'm the luckiest. And I really forewarn everyone. Poor Christian has heard this for the last few years because my dad's not in great health. I won't be okay when I lose them. I've pre-warned everyone that I'm not going to be okay for a long time. So everyone's kind of knows. And anyone who knows me really well knows how close we are. There's a weird denial that happens because it's like our worst fear as kids. Yeah. Like we don't want anything to ever happen to our parents if we're lucky enough to have parents that we really love. Yes. And, and like my mother was in hospice and there's still like this, like God given bubble around you that you think, well, she's not going to die. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when they do, yeah, it's a shifted reality. And yes. thank God I have a child. My father died and the next month I got pregnant at age 43 naturally so like she's like miracle baby from God I love it I love it yeah oh my god I love it um what's the best advice you've been given and who gave it uh it was given by my mother and she said don't ever compare yourself to anyone else wise like this is your life that's their life how's that working for you it's their part not your part sometimes it's all all fine what about you? What's yours? Well, well, very similar, but I do have to say um, why well, I love that piece of advice. Unfortunately, I'm a very late learner and it's really taken me a good five decades to really believe it and not listen to what other people are saying about me or take things personally or, or all that. But my best piece of advice was from Norman Lear. And he said, this is what you do and you do it well, but it's not who you are. Oh, I love that. It has helped me Again, with very similar issues, when I don't get a part or when it's not for me, the other thing is Gloria Sleachman said to me, audition, not audition, a meeting, the answer's in the envelope, you have nothing to do about it, let it go. And I always say that when I go into an audition or have a meeting or I want a job really bad, it's like, the answer's in the envelope, you just give it away, it's done, not up to you. So those two things have helped me. Well, what a life that those are your two people that you're referring to. I mean, right, right. Shall I drop another name? <laughs> no, no, but Norman Lear made me want to be an actress because I grew up on all of his shows and that's who I wanted to be. And I mean, B. Arthur influenced who I wanted to be as an actress. All of those yeah. women, you know, I, I yeah. got to do a series with Rue McClanahan every day. I was like, it was a hilarious, hilarious show in which she was having an affair with my husband because <laughs> what a great it's called, premise. And it's called Sorted Live. Her daughter was my best friend. It, it, Dale Shores wrote it. it he would love oh. you. Do you know Dale? I do. I don't know him well, but very funny human being. He would love you. Um, oh my God. Oh my, God. my head is so sore. Oh. I don't know what this allergy is. Anyway, yeah. And all right. Clarice Leachman auditioned to be my mother. Actually, Rue auditioned for that part too. We ended up with Millicent Mart. But Clarice Leachman, not that I didn't already love her and think of her as a goddess, but she ate a small bag of chocolate bars in front of me during the whole audition like she just ate the whole bag as she was doing it and I was like oh yeah I love you yeah just ply herself with sugar yep yeah that sounds familiar rest in peace Chloe. um where is your favorite place to travel 
Scotland. Because? I grew up going there as a kid. And so when I get off the plane, everybody is doughy and cartilage based like me. And it really, really feels like home. And people come up to me all the time and they're like, you know, people say that I look a bit like you. And I'm like, you do look like me. You also look like a snowman and a baby. <laughs> like pure dough everywhere you go. Oh, I've got like a backpack made of tablet. This is very name droppy, but Alan Cumming was just at my house this week Oh, with Ari Shapiro and his beautiful husband, Grant. And hearing him, I've, list, I've been listening to his music all week. I love Alan and I love the voice so much, but yes. there's something about him that is so familiar to me because I grew up in Scotland with that like every summer wow. with that accent. And just, I don't know. And you, yeah. come on, what about you? And then number two is um, Il Pelicano. The hotel on the coast of Italy that's outside yeah. Rome. Oh, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, it's the most beautiful. And what about you? I would say uh, two places. I would say uh, Messina, Sicily. Oh. For some reason, this Jewess felt very comfortable with those Sicilians. I, I, I think any tribal peoples, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about it that I felt instantly comfortable and it was beautiful and it was all about food. They literally get up, have breakfast, plan what they're going to have for lunch, go to the market and buy it, and then start cooking dinner at about four. So right. the day revolves around what you're eating. I find that heaven on earth. That's <laughs> heaven for me. It was also gelato before and after the meal. Oh, mm. It's so correct. It's just so, so correct. Good. Yeah. And the second place is anywhere I haven't been yet. I spend all my money on travel. I want to go everywhere. I always have a bag packed. It's the gypsy in me, and I, I want to go everywhere. And where post-COVID is like your big number one desire? We are going on a trip with my friends, Josh and Brent, my best friends. We are going to Vietnam and Cambodia, hopefully in April. We don't still know if it's a done-done deal because of the Delta variant but and yeah. what's happening, but that is the hope and the goal. <laughs> um, but we've had trips to Cuba, and we climbed Machu Picchu in Peru and Iceland and we go. We travel. I love it. Okay, wait. Who is we? Are you married? No, these are my best friends, Josh and Brent. Oh, okay. The we is the three. Okay. The we is the three. Yeah. And I, How fun. I yeah. will literally come visit anybody who has a house somewhere I'm not. That's so good. <laughs> I'm that amazing, which by the way, you know, never, you know, would love to come to Maine. I'm just saying. There you go. We've got plenty of bedroom. The thing about <laughs> travel, when I was a kid, I always thought, what would it mean to be incredibly like, rich and successful. And for me, it was the ability to buy an airline ticket that day to go anywhere in the world. That to me was like, if you could do that and go, oh no, no I'm going to Australia today. I'll get there in a week. Um, I'll never forget when I was flying to Australia and I watched all three Godfather movies in a row. And the guy comes on and says that, yeah, we've reached the halfway mark. And I'm like, I watched all the Godfather movies. How's that possible? Yeah. 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 No, agreed. Yeah, I would have to stream like seven seasons of something. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to go traveling anytime. Um, I will take you up on that because I do have to say, as my friends have families and kids, I am always looking for a travel partner and I have a backpack. Like I'm ready. I'll go anywhere. Really. And I love also, they'll be like, they'll just think they're having weird acid flashbacks when they see us. Together? Can you imagine? I've been called a witch in every language because of Sabrina. Oh my God, because of Sabrina. Drega, Drega. And we were like, what is that? What is yeah. that? And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, never have I ever, when you're in Caribou, Kenya, 
Natalie, Natalie. And I'm looking around going, is it some, I didn't quite clock it. No, <laughs> that's life in Kenya. Are they redoing your show? Oh, I don't think so. They'll never remake it. I don't, the four of us would love to work together again. We'd love it, but I don't think it translates. What an imprint on my childhood. God, I love that show. And you, I mean, come on. That's very so good. Sweet. Uh, what is your best habit and what is your worst? What is my best habit? Mm-hmm. When my daughter is asleep and she's been doing this since she was little, I will whisper in her ear, the world is full of good and kind people and you are one of them. Oh, that's a great habit. And I have said that to her every day since she was born. You're a good egg. <laughs> oh, God, you're and a beautiful person. <laughs> I got a lot of bad habits. I've got a lot of bad habits. Oh, my God, wish- Carolyn. That's so oh. sweet. Oh, my God. The, um, I always say that if it was really a smartphone, it wouldn't have a send button. <laughs> <laughs> I can be, I can, um, like, I always want to engage in fun and wordplay. So one of my bad habits is that when someone texts me, the whole texting, we need to go to graduate school and emojis and all this. And then my response is to write them back and say something funnier. So I've got to do that. I am a horrible procrastinator. I'm just now finishing my senior high school math homework. Now, I there's something that triggers in my brain that if I know I've got this much time, for some reason, I, I rely on it to be quick. When yeah. I should really, and I can be and fight this. And I think it's a huge thing in life. If you can stop doing it, I want to not be reactive. I want to be more proactive. Oh, yes. Those are my, those are those. And what about yours? Those are big. No, I, I too am a reactor and would like to just be a responder. That's the big well, growth that's spurt. That's the same thing. No, you react, want to I be- think is that kind of, you know, instant emotional. Right. And instead I would like to pause, comma, dot, dot, dot and respond. Right. Well, um, then you want to be a creator because yes. that will change your mood. Like yes. it's really the joke, but like if you get cut off in traffic and you immediately give them the finger, you've just escalated to huge fight. Yeah. But if you really want to throw somebody and they cut you off in traffic, say, go ahead. I'm sorry if you're having a bad day. And then it's like, like are you Aunt Hilda? Yeah. <laughs> well, I always say to Christian and people respond, you know, I would like to be more of how I present. I have resting smiley face. I have resting witch face. But I really not kind. My first instinct is not amazing kindness. I wish to be kinder. My parents are just innately good. I have to really think hard. You know what? You're a Taurus with Gemini influence. Yes. No, and I honestly also is, and I learned this very late in life, I'm an introvert. And everyone approaches me like I'm an extrovert. And it- That's so interesting. It's jarring to me and it's, um, it makes me nervous. And so I really, I need and require a lot of time alone uh, by myself. That's how I yeah. rejuvenate. And, and a lot of, I don't have the face or the body of that. I look like a party, you know? I present like, right. hi, I'm interested. Let's go. And the energy of that. And I couldn't be more different inside. I'm very That's shy. So yeah. My best friend is a Taurus and she's a real introvert and she is very pretty and charming. And, and she thinks that too, but it's really, she wants to be alone. She wants to take a bath. She wants to read books. And when she wants to be social, she will. Right. But yeah, it's an interesting thing. And she finds herself like at a party, she's got to have a cocktail just to have loosen up and I don't drink and I want to talk to every human in the world. Like 
my daughter. I do too. I just want to talk to them one at a time. Right. You want to have a nice dinner party. You don't want to be like yes. 50,000 people. Yes. Yeah. 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 Your daughter. I was in the elevator of her old apartment in New York. And I said, of course, I'm like talking to somebody in the elevator. And my daughter turns to me when the person gets on. She goes, are you incapable of not having a social <laughs> connection with every human you meet? I'm like, yes, I am incapable, honey. And my daughter's a real introvert and she's a Libra. She's very quiet. Okay. She's 12 and she's five foot 10. She's so wow. presents like she's wow. 17. Yes. And she's still very much like a little girl. And, and she's so shy. And I'm always like, honey, yeah. it, you know, your children teach you a million things. But one of the things is like, you just make the assumption that your child is like you because she's yours, right? She's not like me. She's, she's her. She's like her. Amazing. You know? So yeah. you, you guys quarantined in Maine. You're in Maine now. Is this your main residence? Do you live in LA and New York as well? Do you, where are you? I lived in New York for 31 years. I mm -hmm. sold my apartment in December. I didn't even get to move out because I was working in LA. Like people packed me up. I never even sort of said goodbye to it, but wow. I love New York and it will always be like my true love. Like when I date other states, I'm like, I don't love you like I love New York. Just know that <laughs> New York will all, like if New York calls me tomorrow and says, you want to come over, right. I'm dumping you, Maine. Okay. Still going to. Right. Maine is where we grew up coming as kids. And so we ended up buying a house here. So I live here with my family Fabulous. in the summer. We live as adult teenagers and I have two sisters that I really love. And then I've got five nephews and I've got my daughter and her best oh, that friend. Sounds like heaven on earth. So it's like a summer camp vibe of a house. And as you can tell, I did not make this room up today at all. It's, one of, it's the guest room. Um, and then we live in Los Angeles now. I did a show there for the last three years. And then I was like, you know yes. what? I need to buy a house because then this show will be canceled immediately. <laughs> and, um, and that oh. is what happened. But you know what? I'm also like, I used to always think, this has to be it forever. And now I just feel like my daughter's in school here. I've already yes. moved her out of New York when she loved it. She loves LA. She gets to guide because mostly where I pick to live is just where I work. Sure. Yeah. You know? Sure. So. No, I just recently got another place in New York because I feel the same way. I am a New Yorker in my heart and my soul. I is that where you grew up? A, a little bit, but I recalibrate there so I can deal with LA. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it just as an artist, as a creative for me, I have so much more community there than Los yeah. Angeles. It's just different. And it's have you done a one woman show? No. Okay. Well, that's what you need to do because you really are an artist and that's the best way for you to sort of like, by the way, you are the third person this week who has told me that. Well, it's funny. Just when you said that, I got this like ping of like, oh, oh, she, has she already done it or is she going to do it? Yeah. That's what you need to do. And especially in New York where, you know, because you're well, an artist. My, let me tell you. My I, new apartment is around the corner from the comedy cellar. No, it's not. It is. It is. I'm on McDougal and Bleaker. Do you need furniture? Oh, I might. We might need to talk. Okay. Because I have literally six storage units in New York. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to need some things. Yeah. You can have whatever you want. Thank you. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Christian. <laughs> And you know what? My best friend's a big decorator, so you'll like the colors because she's okay, a Taurus. Good, good, good. good. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Bleaker yes. and McDougal. Oh, my God. How amazing. Yes. yes, I'm very excited. Yeah, you need to pick a little place in the village. You need to absolutely do a one-woman show. I mean, that is being put in front of me right now. It's so fascinating that you, of all people who, I mean, first of all, what I, I love. Don't forget. 
Well, what I love about, you know, you started in stand-up, you've never let it go, but I love that you, in in having success as a stand-up, moved to LA to start your acting career. I mean, that's bold. That's beautiful. I was in so much denial and I I was so, and still am. I'm sorry, I put an ice cube in my mouth. No, do it. I really identify as a stand-up. That is who I am in my heart and soul. I feel like if it's the right part and I've got a really good director, yeah, I can, I'm an actress <laughs> or if it's a sitcom or whatever. But when I was performing, when I did Sabrina, I commuted every 19 days back to New York so I could do stand up for those 10 days. Wow. And sometimes, I mean, you'll know this more than anybody you have. And I have a similar thing. It's like you become the most famous for one thing yeah. and then everything else sort of falls to the wayside. But like when people don't, I like I did the Alec Baldwin roast, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, my God, we were so surprised. I'm like, well, why are you surprised? I've done it for 30 years. Like that's my gig. Exactly. You know? But I am writing a one woman show right now, but it's really just stand up. And it's called Is This a Date? Because I really never know. <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm like, even, even like we're at dinner or you're kissing me. I'm like, is this a date? Am I? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That what is, is so brilliant. A, and you know who ruined it for all of us is Marsha Brady. Right? <laughs> because, wait, you lost me. Because she was the only one. Up, remember, she went on a date with Davy oh, Jones yes, or whatever. Davy Jones, yes. I it do was remember. a date. Now yeah. it's just like, are you hanging out? I'm like, I don't want to hang out. I need specifics. I My moon is in Taurus. I need details. Oh, yeah. I you need, need to know. I need yeah. to know when you text me, love you, miss you. What does that mean because you don't know me (laughs) anyway yeah yeah okay so when are you planning on coming back to los angeles in the fall when she starts school oops to come for dinner yes i will i'm inviting myself now are you friends with julie warner no but i know who she is i'm not friends with her you remind me of each other is she still with her husband who i do know her her ex-husband not for like 15 years so see that's how relevant I am. That's really sad. Okay. You need to get some magazines that weren't from the dentist. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's really scary. Yeah. Yes. No, don't rely on Tiger Beat for your stuff yeah, anymore. I'm still looking, reaching back. Yep. That's so sad. Holy hell. Um, okay. Do you write every day? No. No. I used to. So does an idea come that's to you like, for this show? I write jokes every day. Like okay. someone said, they were saying, what, asking me what this guy that I like looked like. And I said, you know what? It's hard to actually see his face through the red flags. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, seriously, I need a t-shirt. I need to lead with that. I need to present yeah. that out there in the world. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I have to I my jokes come from life. So it's gotta be like we ended up <laughs> we got a dog during COVID yes. because Yes. My daughters. No, by the way, we all did. There are three dogs running around <laughs> with the three sisters. Each and my middle sister has a dog who's 13 and she hates our dogs. Oh no. And she's like, mm, yeah, they're good. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's must be just so pissed off. So oh, pissed she off. Is, she's so pissed off. And her dog, I love her dog so much. And her dog is like wrangling the other. And they're two golden doodles who are just like the minute. Santo met Stella. He was like, yeah. like love. happy days. And Stella is like, I'm like, <laughs> anyway. Um, my dog actually pooped 
on the beach yesterday, mid wave. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally with the bag chasing the wave. It's like, oh, it was awful. It was awful. Anyway, do you have any dogs? Uh, no, not right now. Not a current, but, and it's so interesting because I was going to get one during COVID again, when my last dog passed away, I have to tell you the kind of mother I am. I was so liberated, uh, because I worried so much and I love to travel. Right. And so I, it's been very challenging for me because I do want that feeling of if I get a job, if we go on a trip, I want to just be able to go. And I personally can't with a dog. I know normal people can, but Tata Mindy cannot. I mean, I'm just not that kind of owner. So I, it's been hard for me to think about getting another thing that I am solely responsible for because I live by, I live alone. So it's just me. I wish that my daughter stayed with me seven days a week and someone took the dog on every other weekend and Wednesdays. Um, My dog was sitting on my lap. She was very sick. She arrived with um, Parvo. She almost oh. died. She was in the hospital for 17 days. Then I, I had to feed her by hand for six weeks. I, I really was like, is there any way I could just breastfeed her? Because it would be so much easier. Honest to God. And at one point, she is sitting in my lap. And I've got like, you know, she viciously bit me on the neck. Do you have any idea how painful it is to realize your neck is accessible from your lap? It was like, God. <laughs> It was, that was the takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that man. Okay. I'm going to tell you something about Tauruses that you don't know. Okay. Because and, and by the way, Pisces rising, if that helps you. Oh, and what's your moon? Everything's in Taurus. Every single thing is in Taurus. Yes. Wow. That is me. That's very interesting. The mm-hmm. Pisces. Yeah. You're deep, sister. You're very yes. deep. Yes. But then you've got a very shallow exterior that wants to be treated like a queen. You bet. And I love everything beautiful. It doesn't like to compromise, holds a grudge. Oh, yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot guarding that Pisces. So if you 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 need to be with the Pisces. Have you ever been with the Pisces? Never. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, Um, they're a little bit Pisces aggressive. I. (laughs) Okay. So the thing about a Taurus is Taurus moon. Um. We are, every sign is a good thing and a bad thing that you're Mm going to learn. So of course, with the Taurus, you really do add tremendous beauty to the world and you see beauty in places that people, yeah. And and people don't. So of course you like appreciate the planet. You want to go travel around. The curse negative of Pisces is denial. You stay past the expiration date. Do you never want to hurt anybody's feelings? You don't want to be the one that is the causer of the pain. You would much rather be the martyr. But the denial, you have to really think about it because it really is, it's throughout life that we think about it. It's like, if I eat this, I won't gain weight. If I drink this, I won't get drunk. If I hurt, this is how my teacher, and she's from Israel, and I will do a terrible impression, but she said, this is how a tourist person looks at a relationship. Oh, she is so beautiful, like a princess. No, she is a prostitute. No, she's a princess. Look at her cloak. No, she's a prostitute. The prostitute. We go into denial about when there's somebody we love, yeah. we go like this. When there's freaking a million red flags. So yeah. That's yeah. your unsolicited astrological moment from Caroline. Listen, you hit it on the head immediately. Yeah. I am I am that and more. Yes. It is the truth. You speak the truth, lady. That might be a good um name for your show. I am that and more. Yes. Writing this down. I am that and more. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. 
yeah, I've already got some things that I want to say. I just don't know if I can do it. You know, it's one of the reasons I identify. You know what? Maybe my friend Dale should direct it. Maybe that's why his name came up. That's amazing. Here's my issue, because I've been asked a couple of times in my life to do that. I say the same thing. I'm an actor for real. I like being different people. I am. All of my insecurities are as Mindy as a person, not as a professional. That's why this is the career for me. I handle rejection well. I handle all things well in regard to career. But personally, everything's off the table. I'm highly sensitive. I take everything personally. Yeah, I hold a grudge. So, so you feel everything. So this sense of going up or getting up and I have to put it in the mind of like the character of Mindy. It makes me hard. You know, I constantly have felt, and I'm sure you have felt this because we are very similar in our career paths is that um, I chronically feel misunderstood because everyone wants me to be Natalie and I love her. There's not one bad thing about being recognized for her. But what's frustrating as an actress is there's so much more that I want to do. And so how I lead with that is I'm excited. There's so much more to do, right? So I I don't get discouraged by that. But there's something about going up on stage or going up and being Mindy that is the last thing I want to do. Well, you're going to be, the minute you hit the stage, you're not Mindy. You're not doing a memoir reading. You're doing a presentation of Of funny things that have happened. So you never feel misunderstood by the things that you say on stage? Oh, always. That and these people think they know you? They come out of the mouth of like, we are iconic characters to children, right? right. And now they're grown up. And I still get them reduced to like, oh my God, Aunt Hilda. <laughs> I'm like, well, and they're like, be your authentic self. I'm like, well, Aunt Hilda's in a <laughs> store right now. Okay. <laughs> How is she going to make the purchase? It's Caroline or Aunt Hilda. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I need some ingredients for a spell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think you have to do, I think that the other problem that you have is that all of your planets are in your head. So when you don't have fire out front, yeah, like you don't lead with that. So I am Aries, fully impulsive. So I go on oh. stage and I say all these things. Yes. And then my Taurus moon yells at me for having done it. And my Aquarius <laughs> goes, well, that was really stupid. But I've still got the fire to get up there and do it. But you're going to stop yourself from doing it if you make it such a cerebral decision. Yeah, always. And Pisces, you know, yeah, that's a hard combo platter. But I would say you got to let go of, like, every time one of those things comes up, Mm -hmm. you just, like, go, okay, that's nice. And now I'm booking the theater. Okay, that's nice. Oh, I've committed to doing five nights. Okay, okay. Maybe you should start in Provincetown where the gay man will love and support you. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And and you can do it there. I would just think like, what are your favorite stories to tell about all of it? Yes. I mean, even your Norman Lear and, and by the way, we're all freaking just neurotic as hell, right? I mean, everybody's <laughs> got, there's not one person who's going to come to your show and go, I was expecting a less flawed human. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> I really thought I'd meet the perfect human who had no problems whatsoever. Like, yes. No. Anyway. All right. You're giving me courage. You're food for thought for sure. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Uh, along yeah. with everything else. So what's next for you? Is there next or are you just trying as, uh, I don't know about you, but I am just day to day eating it because there's not really, I don't know where we might get shut down again here out in Los Angeles. I don't do well in LA when I'm not working. So I'm trying not to be freaked yeah. out. Yeah. But 
again, that's just like the old trick of the head. Um, I'm going to Canada to do a show on Sunday. I'm doing like seven or eight episodes or something. And then I've been auditioning to play a nun. And let me tell you, no one's face is made less for this than mine. Okay. A wimple, is that what it's called? The habit? Yes. Um, so I auditioned, you know, this is a real thing I have about actors and, and casting directors because I worked at a theater and people would call back for feedback. And I always thought it was so disrespectful to not give them closure. Like, I'm sorry, yes. we cast someone else, but I hated telling them so much. So I would just say, we're not doing that production. Um, <laughs> oh just, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Or yeah, Shakespeare rewrote it and we're, that character's gone. <laughs> I am going to do, I really want to travel. Yes. I'm booked to go to Scotland. I'm trying to have more like, have it come up. But the tourist in both of us wants to know where the money is and where the schedule is and where the security is. Always. Always. So, you know, there's like money gigs and then there's, you got to do gigs and then there's creative gigs. And I would like to do some really creative gigs. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Well, I wish that for you and many more. And then things. you can take your show to Scotland next year for the festival. Oh my God. For Fringe. Wouldn't that be something? I've done it twice. It's the most fun in the world. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's like going to graduate school. Yeah. Oh my so God. Yeah. I just want to go as a watcher. Yeah. No, amazing. you don't. Well, I do. So as a performer. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's a lot, but I'm taking it There's in. No I mentioning got it. your age anymore. There's no mentioning the M word. And they're talking about your career. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this is a good conversation with Aunt Hilda. Sorry, but I'm very bossy. I just, I can't, I will not allow women to be diminished by themselves. No, can I tell you? I honestly, everybody need this else in my does life. it to us. Don't do it to yourself. Got it. Agreed. I, I Agreed. love it. And I, I so appreciate you. And I have not only invited myself to Maine, but I've also yes. invited myself to dinner at your house. And that's, they're both happening. Absolutely. Um, I can't thank you enough. I'm not cooking. No, I promise. I promise I will bring in myself. Okay, good. I can get two milkshakes like that. <laughs> and I, we have the cash for that. So we'll make it happen. Very okay, good. good. Yeah. Um, thank you. You're so welcome. I'm sorry. I'm a, you know, I have a joke in my act that is so true, which is some celebrities are intimidating. I'm the kind of celebrity where fans eventually say to me, I've got to go. So, um, <laughs> I fully understand, but it's lovely to meet you and you too, Christian. Nice to Sorry you. for the late start and uh, <laughs> I'll see you in Los Angeles. Absolutely. And I'll see you at your one woman show. This is a good plan. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, big round of applause for Caroline Ray. Hi. This episode of Mondays with Mindy is brought to you in part by our sponsors. When by Chaz Dean and the cocktail party. Love Mary. Straight, wavy or curly, one hair and body care is everyone's type. Today, WEN encompasses a full array of cruelty-free hair and skincare products perfect for you. Visit chasdean.com or mondayswithmindy.com and start redefining your routine today. Tired of cooking? Love fancy hors d'oeuvres but don't have any idea how to prepare? Look no further. The cocktail party, Love Mary, is here. For 15 years, New York's caterer to the stars and our pal, Mary Giuliani, has served her deliciously whimsical hors d'oeuvres to the best names in art, fashion, and entertainment. Now she's put them all in an adorable little box to send from her heart to your home. As Mary says, all you have to do is turn on your oven, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy more time with your guests. She'll take care of the rest. Go to MaryGiuliani.com or MondaysWithMindy.com for more information and to order yours today.